Welcome to the Wayfinders Wellness Podcast. My name is Bryce Telsman. I'm joined with my co-hosts, Paul Wagman. Howdy. And Taryn Kavanaugh. Hey, how's it going, guys? I think we all need to work on our uh, Western twang for that opening. <laughs> Y'all need to practice. I think I'm all right. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. You? Well, as I, uh, I continue to put a brave face forward, so when you look this good, you can't be too bad. Huh, that's easy for you to say. It is because we're actually only on a voice only, so no one really, no one can dispute my statement. All right, guys. So, you know, we, we were uh, one of the things that really gets me really excited about uh, Wayfinders is this what I term by hook or by crook. How to get people get to get excited about all the things we're offering? Because basically, you know, we have this beautiful ranch house on this fifth generation operational ranch just south of Cochrane on the banks of the Jumping Pound Creek. It's like sitting in, in a real live movie set of a, of a Western. I'm waiting for Kevin Costner to shoot someone in the face with a shotgun. Um, not happening, thankfully. But, but the thing is, that's not enough. Otherwise, it's just another legion. It's just another social club. And this isn't a social club. It's a hub of wellness. So we're talking about programming. I mean, this is something that's, yeah. you know, Taryn, you're, you're our director of programming along with Troy uh, Trite. And uh, Paul, I mean, you, you're a visionary for all of our programming. I'm, I'm excited because I actually don't know all of our programming. So let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, that that's really what we're talking about. Uh, we did our first uh, kind of program here introducing, uh, you know, um, kind of our, our environment and our community. And, and, and now we're looking really kind of at what's been successful for our programming and how we're engaging people. And, and you know what, um, Troy and Terry have been doing a fantastic job kind of putting our cornerstones in place mm. of which um, we're looking to draw people and engage people and then also prove that our programs are well thought out and they're adjustable to the ebb and flow of, of mental health and, uh, and the needs of our community and and the feedback and the response, of course. So, you know, I'm glad that they're looking at all angles when they're when they're putting the programming together and building those cornerstones. So, before we get into the specifics of the programming, Taryn, I, I think kind of what I want to kind of wrap my head around: what is some of the overarching philosophy of some of these programs that we're putting together? I mean, are we looking for, strictly from a therapy point of view? Are we looking from Maybe, and this is good enough, an excitement point of view, just trying to get someone out. It might not be inherently therapeutic, mm -hmm. but we want to find a reason to get someone out. I mean, what's some of the different philosophies that we take on when you're developing some of these programs? Yeah, just just to kind of speak uh, on the overall vision, because Taryn's been cracking down on, on on making it happen with Troy, and again doing a fantastic yeah, job. Yeah, totally. The, uh, the the whole perspective there is is engagement because we have such a diverse um, responder and, and military uh, perspective that, and, you know, and even and even both with men and women engaging them in different ways. So we've been putting some of our workshops together to attract the demographics. For example. We will do more outdoor-based activities, maybe some equine stuff, and we've been doing some fur handling workshops. I know some people listening are thinking, what? But those people aren't the persons we're attracting. The, uh, those people, we would have different uh, elements of wellness, like uh, we had Susan in doing some uh, uh, or, or, or sound meditation and healing mm. uh, with gongs and, and bowls, and we, 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 we led into uh, Yoga Nitra with, uh, with uh, Teresa Coulter. So it was a good flow for you know, some mindfulness. And then we, uh, you know, we were, we were experiencing some, some other uh, roots and, and um, foraging items, for example, that um, we're going to be doing some upcoming foraging uh, workshops. So, really? you know, 
Yeah, we've huh. got, we've got four four upcoming foraging. Are you workshops. talking foraging as I'm going out into the bush yeah. to try and get a material yeah. rather than well, I'm going to operate a forge to wield a battle sword? Well, no, both actually. I'll let Taryn talk about that. Oh because no, we're working, see. With, we're working with you know veteran welders with Chris Reeder, um, looking at doing foraging, and we're doing foraging four workshops coming up throughout <laughs> the summer. And, and, and I love a, that I had to do a clarification, and you said yes to both. Yes That's to a, both. I mean, come on, <laughs> they're both wellness things, and we're going to prove and discuss how that is. But the topic is how to engage those people. Right. So when you when you when you're looking at the workshops that we're doing, you might not be appealing to one, but the next one is going to be something which might be up your alley, and, and you have an interest in the mm. bonuses. We sneak other things in there, so you're not just learning one thing; you have more tools in your tool belt when you're done. Yeah, I think I want to echo on, on what Paul said there is uh, the engagement. We, we just The main focus of these programs is to start a dialogue between each other, between mm. your peers. Um, like Paul said, we have extremes on what we offer. We have yoga, we have meditation, we have Zen doodling. Uh, we've got fur, fur handling, skinning, learning how to, how to take a, a fur and bring it to a, a leather, essentially, that you can make a garment out of. Wow. Uh, on that token, too, we, we are incorporating a lot of our our four directional healing and our Aboriginal leaders into that. We want our, we want them to come out and, and share their side of, of uh, traditional healing and what that means to them mm. so that we can try and incorporate that into, into our, our own lives. Um, and, and I'll go back to uh, the beaver for handling workshop that we just put on a couple weeks ago. We had people that were, um, you know, 17, we had kids coming out for, of, of, of volunteers that wanted their sons or daughters are interested all the way up to, uh, you know, the older folks that are in their 50s that want to just come out and learn something new, that uh, a process. Everyone, I think, that, that that struggles or has PTSD or some sort of OSI has, uh, they need purpose again. And, mm, and, and this, totally. is what, this, is, this is what these workshops and, uh, and land-based healing does for these people. It, it gives them a purpose. It gives them new outlets. It gives them a way to take that energy that they may be... Uh, putting into negative things like drinking or staying in their basement or uh, self-isolating and it helps them get back out into society and engage again with their peers and, and the land, which it has been huge in my own personal healing. No, I, I, and, and I'm, I'm really getting that, but I, I want to, I'll, I'll just go into what you did say there actually was beyond what I was expecting when you're talking about the different age demographics. So obviously I'm going 17 year old, you know, really young adult I mean, but then realizing that Wayfinders as our primary is about first responders and veterans and their families. And that that's that broader net of having a multi-pronged parallel path, trying to find what is going to get you out of that base and what's going to get you engaged. And that it's not exclusively focused on that first responder veteran, but about they're also their own support group and then having to have them empowered. And I think that's really cool. I've, I've, I've witnessed one of those programs that you put on here and it was really cool. Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head with that. It's not just about the first responder or the military veteran. Mm -hmm. It's also about the family. Mm -hmm. It's about being able to bring out their families to engage in something that they can share together mm -hmm. because for most of us, you know that you isolate, and that includes your family. You self-isolate against those guys, uh, against the, the most important people in your life. No, this right. gives them tools to kind of break down those barriers, have conversations, maybe relax the mood. It might be very stressful at home, and this sense you were bringing them out to a very positive, 
um, environment where they can feel a little more comfort in um, just connecting with each other. And I, I think that's something that we really want to focus on as well. Well, this goes back to, you know, one of the, um, how I end off many of these podcasts, you know, being brave one more day. And you have to build up that bravery and through these incremental steps. So maybe the broader world, that's overwhelming. You know, yeah. you, you might be suffering from, uh, a minor case of agoraphobia you just or or fear of your other man because you know what they're all flighty humans who are out to do you harm but when you have a program you say okay well it's a group of people that are here for mental wellness they're here in a, in a beautiful spot it's safe they're doing activity that i'm actually interested in yeah. and then you're being empowered and it's that that finding that wedge to get someone to engage and start building or rebuilding their social network. It is like a wedge, really. It's that it's that engagement and finding something of which you can find passion in, mm. um, and uh, in such a variety of different ways. I mean, we even talk about uh, we even talk about play. We had a drumming circle, um, like we always do. Marilyn uh, McLean is, is mm. I'm so grateful that she's volunteering to put on these drumming circles for us uh, consistently. And and uh, we, we, we had two of our wayfinders re- receive some blankets uh, uh, from our quilting crew, and it was just incredibly moving. And then we, we continued with, the, with the, uh, the drumming circle, and I had to stop at one point. I was almost emotional because I, I took out my camera and took some pictures that some of our board members were, they looked like children. They were so happy, and I had to catch the smile on their faces. And, and that was so rewarding for me to be part of something like that that I was enjoying, and I caught myself having fun. And I looked over and everybody was smiling. And just for that period of time, that's engagement. And, you know, that's something to build upon when you are struggling and you you, you, you don't feel the sort of things you normally would feel. No, I'm, I'm, I'm tracking fully on that. Because when you talk about play, talk about fun, for the uninitiated, you're like, what, what's the big deal? Life's serious business, trauma, getting over trauma, everything's serious. The fact is, is it's built so deeply within our not just our psychology within our brains, and it's not just even amongst people. I mean, frankly, every creature, especially the mammals, one of the, I was reading a study about rats, and rats play. It's a, it's a primary function, you know, or if you don't talk about dirty rats trying to give you uh, the black plague, we can talk about puppies. It's the same thing. They have to play, and humans are no different. There has to be this play aspect because there's this, this interaction that allows us that we're working within the framework of the rules and there's giving, there's taking, there's there's enjoyment just within the play. And there's a, there's a disarming where all of a sudden the mind is starting to relax and allows you to have a, a much different perspective than the one you might have been locked into. So the value of play cannot be overestimated. And that's one thing I really underestimated at the beginning of my journey. And, and that's exactly right. That's that. We at Wayfinders, we're trying to not necessarily reinvent the wheel with, mm. when it comes to uh, peer support, but we don't want it to be the traditional peer support where you come in and you sit in a circle and you just share your feelings because you guys know that that can have negative uh, invitations just just on its own. Oh, you, yeah. you may not you may not realize sharing with somebody uh, your personal traumas, uh, but they may be going through some stuff. As soon as you start speaking about it, that mm. you know brings them to a dark place. So we try to stay away from that as much as possible. And when we do do something like that, we do try and create a very warm environment. For example, Mm. our firesides, Um, having a fireside uh, for the first time, it was, uh, it was tranquil. I I Mm. felt calm. I didn't really feel uh, any anxiety and it it just helped me uh, 
see the other people, if that makes sense. Not just hear them, but see them. No, totally. And, and, and I think that kind of segues into how we're delivering some of these different programs. For instance, you know, the fireside chats. I mean, this is not something we're just out there sitting around talking. There's deliberate intention. And, you know, one of our, our uh, partners we have with um, OSI Can, you know, they're, they're helping develop and train our peer support facilitators to ensure that we're doing no harm and, and, and giving us those, as a group, the tools to ensure that we not only do no harm, but maximize positivity. Yeah. We've talked a lot, I mean, about our, our about our why and, and, you know, good segue, like you say, talking about our, our how, how it is that we're doing this and, yeah. and what is it we're going to need moving forward to be successful, you know, and, 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 and more importantly, how people can fit into our organization and our community mm-hmm. as volunteers or wayfinders, um, you know, or service providers, because, um, you know, there's a lot of things out there that, um, that we've been introduced to because mm-hmm. of our exposure and because of our successful uh, ability to lower the stigma of, uh, of mental health and, and, and PTSD and whatnot, and, mm-hmm. and people are engaging with us. So we've met a lot of, uh, of healers and wellness practitioners that uh, have, have worked in very, very well. So um, primarily, um, we're doing this as pilot programs, and we're starting to roll these out for our general wayfinders and find a way to deliver it beyond the, uh, you know, the limitations with COVID right now, mm-hmm. capturing it on, 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 you know, a variety of different platforms and delivering them across our website and yep. social media and, and YouTube. So um, I would really kind of encourage people to go to our website and see what it is that we're doing, go to our social media, see the programs we're doing. I'll talk about the Buffalo Lodge right now, because that's going to be yep. one of our cornerstone programs. We've been very fortunate in my lifetime of healing from my trauma, really, it's been 12 years to work with, um, you know, members of the suits in the nation, uh, in particular, Chief Lee Crowchild, um, really being uh, welcomed into that uh, method of healing. We've been so fortunate. And, um, you know, through a proper ceremony, we're, we're creating the programs, uh, which we're going to be piloting called the Buffalo Lodge. Um, and, and those healers are, are, offering to do this for us at, you know, basically at cost in their volunteer hours. So, you know, we're, we're a lot of our funding is going to go towards operating these things and then applying them here. So there's many opportunities for people who are, um, you know, hearing about what we're doing to be engaged by it or, you know, to pick an avenue of which we're doing our healing and get behind because there's so many ways that we're doing it. Well, and you, you speak to this, the spiritual healing of the, of the natural healing, the traditional healing of the natives. And I'll, I'm going to misspeak because I'm not an expert in it. I, but I was fortunate enough to be involved in one of those, uh, the pilots. Uh, Paul, you, you introduced us and it was with the, the Susina and it was, um, I didn't know what to expect. We went into a, a sweat and I, I feel so honored and privileged. Um, it was probably one of the more um, positive experiences that I got to ex- you know go through. And it was something I didn't know what to expect. Um, I went in with an open mind. I was with my... Uh, brothers, you know, other, other wayfinders. And we went through this process and it was one for me internally had a, had an amazing breakthrough. There was some real positive healing through that process. I mean, it was very legitimate and you know, the proof's in the pudding, but the second one, and I think even more healing for me too, was actually being made aware of some of just a beautiful part of, uh, their, of, of native culture and the strength of their uh, community and to, to be witness to that um, was a paradigm shifter for me. And, you know, someone who has a moral injury 
any time where I can see that rebuilds my faith within community is another big foundation block for my healing journey. So it's, again, you know, having that open-mindedness set, um, if, if you start up, in, and there may be some barriers, some of these programs you talk about bowls and drum circles, like, well, that's not, that's not my kind of deal. Cause you know, you might be like a, a throwback from the 1950s. That's a O K. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you'll, you'll, I think as you go through the process, you're going to find if one worked, keep an open mind, another one might work. And then all of a sudden you're going to go, well, if this one worked like equine therapy, do you want to walk, walk through what an like, intro into equine therapy yeah. looks like? Yeah, I mean that that's um you know you know besides the four directional healing the uh, equine piece is a big part with me cuz I'm working with Jessica Vanderhoek uh, one mm. of our partners Prairie Sky Equine Therapy. We've got an active program right now in partnership with them where we're going to be doing some follow-up peer support at Wayfinders Ranch yeah. and they're about halfway done their um you know their their hands-on equine work at Prairie Sky. So it's a good uh, um, a, a good working partnership as we develop our programming a little more intensely. Yeah, um, we're offering that peer-based, um, kind of ground-based equine therapy mm-hmm. uh, follow-up with a psychologist and with with our OSI can trained peers mm-hmm. um, in order to you know progress that and not leave any of our therapies kind of when they're done. Connect them to community. That's key. Yeah. So Jessica and and our relationship with uh, the work that Prairie Sky is doing is a fantastic successful transition from a program to a community which offers support well beyond that and sets people up for success mm. and i'll let uh, taryn talk a bit about that too because with our partnerships with uh, the newly clinic um you know retrain canada that we're developing uh, so many more that we're working mous with that's the idea is to provide these things that will heal people but also to connect them to community mm-hmm. and they understand that their programs are going to be successful if they consider the community piece, and that's Wayfinders. Yeah, I, I kind of just want to go back a little bit to the um, the four directional healing. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, I, 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 you know. I no, no, should never skate past that. <laughs> no, no I, I just wanted to yeah. go back to it because yeah, uh, it, it, for me, it was, it, like yourself, it was a bit of a breakthrough for me. It was an aha moment for me. Um, hearing um, our elder, Gerald, who uh, has done quite a bit of work with us, and he has... He's been the top. He's been at the top of his game. He's he's not a man who uh, is hurting for anything. And he's lived in California. He's lived in Hollywood. And he's he's from here. He's from Calgary. And he he told me and he shared his uh, a story about you know he had gone so far off the rocker in in, in Hollywood. And it's mm-hmm. easy. Anybody who's been there knows it, it's easy. It's a very slippery slope. Very quickly. Very easily. Mm-hmm. lot of beautiful people it's hard to get it's uh, really easy to get caught up in that and one of his things for him was in order for him to get back to where he was and i I don't want to speak too much on it because we're going to have him on the podcast and i think you bet he's an integral part of our programming is um just getting back to the land yeah Um, disconnecting from um, mainstream media and, and what culture has has set as a standard for body image um the way people act in society it it just goes back to uh, to the land. It, you really need to start reconnecting it. And something that I've started pulling from, it, and especially with um, the sweats and the anippi, is, is uh, just getting back to the spirit or the creator, as uh, the Aboriginal people will call will call it. Will mm, call it, but yep. whatever you want to call it, whether that's God or spirit or cre- uh, the creator, um, for me that was really big. Was just uh, getting back to the land and taking away the distractions from. Uh, 
from mainstream society. Well, I mean, in in a short podcast, I mean, I mean, we have a wealth of yes, the list could go on, and, and it really can. So <laughs> and it does, and it and it does, and that's the exciting thing. I mean, as a matter of fact, if you actually want to be up to date with what programs we are offering, you have to go and uh, onto the website regularly just and or Facebook and, yeah. you know, and I know some of us don't want to be engaging digitally, but if you don't know what we're, what we offer, cause even sometimes I don't, I mean the amount of work that's gone on, Yeah, but go, go ahead here. No, I just wanted to just touch be, uh, on the programming itself. You know, we, with the variety of things that we mm. have, one of the things that you had mentioned to me was your ideal of what Wayfinders was originally and and that was the the peer facilitated kind of homegrown workshops like the like the fur handle oh yeah that that was deadly yeah the things that really get back to the roots of of who we are as a people and what what our country was really founded on you bet that doesn't necessarily mean the white man that means you know aboriginal um healing and traditional ways of life uh they are a wealth of knowledge that these people have and we need to grasp onto it because we're missing we're missing something as a society right now and i truly believe that that's the land-based healing we need to go back to uh where our forefathers were and and try and disconnect from it well so how i encapsulate that is all these programs those that i've seen those that i've been talked about those that we're planning and and some that are just being sketched they all have at their root the one commonality is paradigm shifting and by paradigm that's the viewpoint that you're bringing to what you're looking at to the object and by shifting that you change your perspective and that in turn changes your view of the reality so whether native healing whether it's through this you know we, we've had partnership with uh, westbrook uh, chiropractic you know and uh you know on um i always mispronounce that fascial stretching because yep. otherwise it goes quite south Bingo. yeah but that that okay but that that was a paradigm shifter for me there was yeah. w- whether that's in one conversation with with uh you know a cps member explaining one thing going i got it now you know some sort of peer breakthrough every one of these things has the capacity to change your paradigm for the better whether that's greater integration and greater connection to nature the world that we are all part of we are not removed from we are just part of the world yeah we've, you know, we've been very deliberate with that right um and, and uh you know the whole idea when people come here we've got a 1920 ranch house that doesn't look like any of the chaos that is in the city or where a lot of the um, distractions uh keep us in the, going down that rabbit hole you know, so when we're kind of walking in the light and we hit that T intersection instead of the rabbit hole, uh, you know, you walk in the light of wellness and we are speaking with that authority and and because we've lived it and we've understood it. And um, that's where the programming piece comes in. Um, you know, it, it is very deliberate in changing the, the, the and that paradigm shift, mm. you know, and and, uh, and that should be something which is encouraging when you wake up in the morning. Um, if you're living that light life, the life of chaos you can easily get distracted you turn on the news uh, as a as opposed to you know focusing on your breathing perhaps i mean i never thought i'd say that i mean <laughs> who has time to do that or 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 start off with your i've been your breathing breath. for 41 years i'm pretty good at it yeah, wait just, what? Just I to be <laughs> yeah. but you know even starting off with gratitudes which yeah. um, we don't we don't do i mean we're, we're we're not only living this we're experiencing this and we're trying to figure this out on our own because of the fact that uh, we haven't had the answers but as we're starting to experience and we're finding them to be successful and something to continue to build upon. Well, 
Go ahead, Tiern. Yeah, I just, uh, getting back to that, I think one of the things that I'd like to put across to people that are listening is that we're not necessarily just offering programs, right? If you need help, we're here for you. We mm-hmm. have the resources, like you said. Uh, we have um, local local psychologists and local therapists, and we have massage and chiro and, and physios. And we, we have those modalities. If, if that's the type of um, uh, direction that you need or you feel that you want, we have that. We can certainly put you to the point you in the right direction for that as well. And I think as we wrap this up, I want to put out a call to action. For, for anyone who is listening, if you're injured, take a look at the programs we're offering. I think anyone will find something to give you a reason to get out of the door and come down and pay us a visit face-to-face and go beyond a, a Zoom call and actually experience something that's real and genuine. If you're affected as a family member, reach out. If you're a a small business owner, if you're a concerned citizen, if this is just something that's on your heart, yeah. reach out, become a volunteer. That's right. We have, we have lots of needs here and lots of ways that people can fit in. Um, you know, and, and our website's a great way. It's going to connect you to our volunteer coordinator and you're going to be able to see what sort of ways that you can connect if you're a service provider. You know, we certainly have need for philanthropy right now in order to make this work because what we're doing is not only affecting our heroes, that have sacrificed so much mm. they're affecting everybody and we're a transparent model that we're sharing um you know it's something to get behind absolutely something to get behind so there's always a because we will continue even if we have no funding because we know how to do this but the the limitation the more resources we have the, the more we can help the, the the bigger our impact can be so without pride without shame the call for if if you have something on your heart to, where you want to make a difference, this can be it. And I'd also say for those who are on the flip side, if you've been a service member and you made it through your career without any PTSD, but you're still like, you know what? I know someone, I'm affected, it's on my heart. And you have, you look at the list of things we're offering and, and it doesn't speak to you, reach out anyway and let's develop a program that would that you think would reach someone else because we are open. We're open-minded. We are looking at to, to throw as much stuff at the wall as we can because there is no silver bullet and we, we are going to keep throwing as much stuff at the wall as we can to help as many pop people as we possibly can because that's our calling as Wayfinders. And on that note, well said. Thanks everybody for listening. I really appreciate your uh, time. From all of us at the Wayfinders Wellness Podcast and Society, be well and be brave one more day. Like, subscribe, find us online, find us on Facebook.